Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. And welcome to podcast number 150. Woohoo! We made it. <laughs> I say that because even though I intend to be doing these podcasts three times a week for maybe a couple of years, I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know what's going to show up. Um, and you know, we never know, right? We just never know. And, uh, and so here we are. Um, the theme for today is that every day is a great day. And uh, I know that sounds so cliche. Uh, my dad, who lived until he was like 91, I think, he would say, gosh, today is the best day ever. It's the most beautiful day I've ever seen. And I um, really appreciated having that, um, that orientation in the world through his eyes. And my mom was the same. Is every day was like the most beautiful day. Uh, and that gave me a perspective that even if I felt grumpy and depressed and frustrated and disappointed, that it was still a beautiful day and um, so much potential was in this day. And so it's a matter of how do I want to choose to be in this day? Now, I'll tell you that for the first <laughs> 65 years, <laughs> I didn't see that I had much choice in what kind of day I had. Uh, I was so in, immersed in the circumstances of my life that my I allowed my f circumstances to influence uh, my attitude and my mood. Uh, and if people were grouchy and grumpy or they didn't follow through and they didn't keep their promises, I was a grumpy person. Uh, if they if I felt alone and isolated, I was a grumpy person. I was depressed a lot. I, I was in dread a lot. I never knew it. I never, you know, a lot of my my um, my model of being as coach is to to uh, understand that that people feel depressed, but usually what they're feeling is sad uh, and mad and bad, uh, and and that they haven't really expressed and given themselves the opportunity to be in their the true essential energy of the expression of what they're feeling. And so depression is what happens. But the truth is, is I've also experienced like, wow, I was really depressed for a long time. And depressed in a sense that a numbing out, a lack of vibration, a lack of energy that was just part of who I was in my reality. And I didn't even know it because I didn't know it. It was part of you know, the world that I lived in, it lived the context, the paradigm that I lived in. And as I grow myself, as I um, allow myself to be what is and who is in the moment, I'm, I'm experiencing so much more of me. <laughs> I mean, that makes me laugh because for probably most of your life, to the degree that you can, you've identified with what you do what you wear, what you look like, uh, what sex, what race, what religion, all of those things that influence your economic, you know, even your economic situations, all of that influences who you believe yourself to be. And as we get older, or as we get wiser, as we mature, and we're willing to open to a larger sense of who am I, who I am, then there's an ability to be more curious. And that's, I think, probably foundational to these podcasts on aging like a guru is, is encouraging and inspiring curiosity so that you can go, who am I outside of my sexuality, uh, uh, my gender, my religion, my, 
my race, my family of origin, who am I? If all of that is gone, if all of that is, is if, I'm ex- if that's all extraneous in this moment, in this conversation, who am I? And I loved in, um, um, in Eat, Love, Pray, there's a point where, uh, the, where Liz says, um, what I know to be true is that uh, God dwells within me as me. And uh, that's huge, a huge, uh, um, <laughs> it's a huge practice to live into. And uh, as a spiritual principle, we can decide if God is outside us or God is in us, and we can decide whatever we want based on the principles that, that are true for us. And as we do that, we become more oriented towards the truth of that. Um, the more that I see myself as a God within expressing this being, this rosiness, rosy personness, um, the more that I'm curious about what does that look like from God's perspective, not from the identity that I'd taken on all these years, not from the dysfunction of the family or you know the tra- tragedies and traumas of life and the choices. It's like, who is the being inside who's looking through my eyes? Uh, what's, what's, who are they and who am I as that person? And as I'm able to um, be in the question of that and explore that, and as I mentioned in the last couple of podcasts, in a sense, the space of that and con- to continue to, to see what would it be like to shift my orientation from the consensus reality of who I am as this person, aging, wrinkles, and whatever, or the, the person who's got the three master's degrees and PhDs and written books, or the person who lives in a trailer on an island with a dog. You know, all of those things are elements of my life, but that still doesn't tell you who I am inside any of that. So it's kind of fascinating. <laughs> Not just me, I'm more and more curious and fascinated about every person. That's why I love the work I do as a coach is because that fascination and curiosity, which I, is part of my training program, I'm training my, cli- uh, my clients and my coaches to be curious so they can ask the questions to people so that they get curious too about who they are. But that, that fascination of who we are or what's the existence within, even within an ant or a bug or a spider, you know, life becomes more rich, I think. That's my experience. And so I bring that to you. Um, it's autumn, and in autumn, there's a lot of spiders out. I love spiders as long as they're not biting me um, and not too big that they scare me. Uh, and, but I've got some spiders hanging out now that, and their webs are just breathtaking. They're so gorgeous. And, um, and I... Just to see that makes me happy. Uh, and I, uh, I have this plant, and I don't even know what it's called. It's kind of a cactus-y looking thing without spikes. It's really pretty. Friv- it's got frills on it, which I love. But I watered it the other day, and there was a water drop that was on it. And it was like, oh, my God, it's exquisite. It was so beautiful. And to take just, it's not as if I'm making time to see those things. It's just showing up. It's just um, becoming more and more of the truth of my reality that life is so much more fun, uh, more joyous, uh, more playful. Uh, I laugh a lot, even <laughs> you know that because you hear me laugh every single podcast. So I'm encouraging um, and inspiring. That's my intention. Don't know if I'm encouraging or inspiring you to be curious about 
how your life is right now, currently, and how you can cultivate um, a greater sense of beauty for yourself, a greater sense of curiosity and fascination. You know, you might be working in a cubicle in some corporate world, you know, where you can't even see the sun for eight hours a day. But where, what is the beauty? What is the quality of exquisiteness that is there for you and, um, and is possible for you to, um, to cultivate for you so that life becomes richer no matter what your circumstances, no matter what your situation. Um, and that's what I want for you. All right. Happy 150th, po- 50th podcast. It's number 150, but it's 50th podcast anniversary today. So happy 50th. Thank you for listening. If you're out there um, and if you're out there, if you're hearing this, you are out there. Uh, so thank you. And um, if you'd like, please leave a comment at uh, Aging Like a Guru at the Facebook page or um, email me, rosie at the paradigm shift.com. All right. Big hugs. Thank you so much for being there. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you.